I'm Jeremy Greer. I'm Chris Mosier. And this is Non-Human Biologics, the podcast that hunts ghosts. Just plain ghosts, everybody. This is just a... It's just a ghost. It's just a ghost. It's just a ghost. It's just 1993, Chris. We don't need to do anything. We don't need to do anything weird. Does the ghost have any like family trauma? We got it. Nope. Just a ghost. Just a ghost. Just a ghost. (laughs) The ghost isn't secretly the hero. Is the ghost secretly the the dad? Secretly, kids living in the walls. It's nothing like that. It's It's just a ghost. It's just a ghost. That's right. We're back, everybody. Uh, Welcome back to your favorite X Files podcast, Chris. How are you today? I'm excellent. I'm feeling haunted by ghosts. If I'm if I'm being truthful. I am feeling a little haunted by ghosts as well. Uh, I want to just take a moment. I think this is the second or third time we've recorded since uh, the podcast was released publicly. And I just want to say thank you so much to everybody who's been leaving reviews. Thank you to everybody that's been sharing it. It is so, so amazing to see people uh, not only just like sharing it because they like us, but also getting into the X-Files for the first time. There's a bunch of people that are watching it for the first time. A lot of them are watching along with us. I've seen a lot of people like, no, I'm just going to binge the fuck out of this. I can't stop. Yeah. (laughs) Um, it's been really really interesting to watch all that stuff and i'm just i'm so excited about it so uh thank you very much for everybody out there for like sharing the 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 links on twitter sharing the sharing it to your friends um all of that stuff We, we super appreciate it one of the most exciting parts about all of the podcasts that we've started over the years is seeing people that you know we're friends with or now who have listened to us who are like, okay, I'm going to watch this show because you guys are covering it. Um, it's like, oh, you're going to enjoy the thing that I like because you like me. Because it's you just, like me, yeah, which is like which a friend. Is such a nice compliment. That's, a, that's like, called a friend you've never met. That's called that's, a friend, yeah. It's a friend you've never met. So thank uh, you, everybody. It's it's just, it's super cool. Yeah. Um, so we're going to, do we just get into it? I don't know. Do you want to catch us up on what's been happening on the X-Files? Yeah. yeah. Uh, last that. time on the X-Files, after reports of attacks out in the woods of New Jersey, Mulder and Scully rent a car and borrow $11,000 from the FBI to investigate the mystery. It's, true. it's very true. <laughs> With reports of strange sightings stretching back years, Mulder is absolutely certain that their carnivorous culprit is the Jersey Devil. But as they follow the trails of clues, it turns out not to be that at all, but actually just a human woman. Just Another a- one for the record books just a normal just a normal lady just Uh, a regular human woman (laughs) we are covering the x-files season one episode six shadows this aired on october 22nd 1993 directed by michael michael cattleman and written by glenn morgan and james wong when an unseen force that's a ghost everybody for everybody out there counting when an unseen force commits several murders wherever a young woman is present Mulder suspects that it is the spirit of the woman's former boss who is believed to have committed suicide but was actually murdered and he is protecting her wow this is really bad grammar for for yeah yeah don't know where i'm pulling sounds like i wrote that yes but it's but it's not great uh and sure enough we start out at htg industrial injured technologies yeah uh we are at the desk of howard graves who is going to be our ghost for the episode what i mean that's the name of a ghost first of all howard graves absolutely when your parents named you howard graves might as well call him him john dead am i right john ghost (laughs) john ghost (laughs) aka john dead guy Um, Howard Graves. He was never beaten the ghost allegations, man. <laughs> We've, uh, we see a bunch of pictures of him on the wall. He's with Reagan. He's with Bill Clinton, uh, which I just think is just very funny for some it's reason. very funny. <laughs> um, but we get the idea that this is like a, like a military kind of, uh, industrial technology company, right? Um, mm. There's a crying woman who is going to be the star of the show, uh, or the star of this episode. This is Lisa, or excuse me, Lauren. It's, I think it's Lauren. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, sorry about that. Lisa is her real name. I was reading the wrong column there. <laughs> Damn girl. I uh, know. I uh, know. Um, she's packing up the office because obviously the student's dead. Um, he's. We think he's committed suicide. And speaking we don't know. of packing up, pack it up, Lauren. 
Pack it up. Pack it in. <laughs> Who's your boss? Juice. Yeah. Get, get, <laughs> like, the, get the fuck out of here. Move on. Um, she sees this really dumb Ben Franklin quote uh, on the desk. It just is like, mm. I'm going to take this and decide. I'm, and I'm just going to leave I'm going to wrap my whole it. personality around this. I didn't. I don't know why I didn't write the quote down. I didn't write it down either. It's something like it's, it's, it's something about tomorrow, one today is right? worth two tomorrows or yeah, something yeah. like it's that. It's one of the dumbest quotes I've ever seen by Ben Franklin. It's like, you know, carpe diem, that kind of thing. I feel like if you mind any of Monster of the Week episodes or any of my podcast episodes, like you pick a random slot, you would find a better quote than this from me than you would have from Ben Franklin. Definitely. I feel like ben- look at any of, look at the titles of our, our most recent episodes. Absolutely. That's gold. Absolute fucking put that on a fucking <laughs> glass black or whatever yeah. this is. Put that on a t-shirt. Um, a woman comes in, gives her her check, uh, commiserates with her because her boss died, uh, that kind of thing. This woman is the star of the show. She's never revealed to be like secretly evil. She's just like a nice supportive coworker. So yeah. shout out to this woman whose name I did not write down. <laughs> it doesn't matter. I think it's, I think it's Miss Wynn, but I don't also, it does not matter. Uh, Lauren goes to deposit her check via ATM and is attacked by two men who Autumn says swears up and down looks like, uh, hollow notes. That was we're gonna yeah that was yeah 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 we're gonna find out that they're Iranian terrorists later but right now we so think not we, we, not we, hollow notes I'm not saying hollow notes are Iranian terrorists I'm just saying there's a legal drama there that's yeah. all I'm yeah. that's all I'm yeah. saying I'm not right. I'm not correlating the two I don't no. know that the two have anything to do with each other they may not no. they, who knows who knows we don't know allegedly allegedly they have some legal drama and allegedly these are Iranian terrorists on our on television. I, I don't know what the connection is, Chris, if there is one. Um, they, they grab her up, pull her to the alleyway. Presumably, I thought she was being murdered. This is a cold open. I thought she was Yeah, dead. I thought that she was this, sorry. Sorry yeah. for your loss. That's what I was writing in my notes. Um, but no, indeed. I mean, it doesn't look good. We see like a silhouette uh, of, of her being attacked and it's, it is, I mean, we're joking around, but this is, this does not look good. It doesn't look good at all. Um, they we and we cut to two hours later when we see some, um, I guess, some unhomed teens. Is what say this what is. You, say what you wanted to say. These are wasteoids. These are, two, these are two little <laughs> wasteoids that are just fucking looking for a place to burn one, to, to burn yeah. a J, and to, to to tune out for a while. You know what I'm saying? Looking to tur- yeah, yeah, tune yeah. it out, turn on, man, tune out. That's what I'm saying. Uh, That's what I'm saying. They they elect not to get into the smelly dumpster, and as they're looking for another dumpster to presumably sleep in, uh, they try to get up this fire escape through an open window. Uh, and as they pull down the fire escape, two two bodies the the bodies of hollow notes drop drop yeah. off the off the fire yeah. escape on top of them. Uh, it's it's scary. Yeah, it's scary. What happened? Because as far as I knew, the woman was the one in trouble. Not yeah. These two fellas, not Hall & Oates. What happened to their recording career? It's gone now. Um, and then we hit, get hit with the OP. Every time they hit us with the OP, I'm happy. That's all I'm saying. It's good. Um, every time I watch it, it makes me think that I should have done the video in the style of the OP. Um, and to have it's all of the, the wavy lines. So maybe I need to redo the entire music <laughs> yeah. video and spend my time yeah. doing that. Instead of making right. instead of making sad Dean videos, which is what I did yesterday yeah. <laughs> for no reason. It's very good. Um, um, we go over to uh, the Bethesda Naval Base. And here comes Mulder and Scully to check out. For t- once, they're called in. They're called in for their expertise. Yeah. Um, they're met by two other agents who are from an undisclosed agency. Uh, yeah. I really I really like the idea that you could just be an undisclosed agency right now. Yeah, <laughs> like, who are you? And nope. Mulder clocks right away that he's like, you guys aren't FBI. Like, what? 
What's, yeah. Your vibes are totally different than everybody else I know, so something's up here. Yeah, you guys look like you fuck, and nobody in the FBI fucks, so yeah. I am <laughs> I am the only we're, guy. We're all, <laughs> Scully, you're wearing your chastity belt, right? Yes, yeah, so course, am I. So course. what's going yeah, yeah. on here? Boulder's like, I am the only person at the FBI who fucks. That is known. It is known that I am the only person who fucks at the <laughs> FBI. Um, they're asked to check out these two bodies uh, who are still moving around a little bit. They have a, uh, some hydroelectric electric charge mm-hmm. to them, uh, causing them to, to shake around a little bit if they're touched um they're also their body temperatures haven't dropped which is a little weird uh, because you know balder excuse me scully's trying to do the normal howard how did they die thing the the agents from the undisclosed agency refuse to answer any questions whatsoever uh the only thing that they'll give up is that these two bodies traveled 60 minutes by air to get to this exam room yeah so they shouldn't still be warm um it's just it's all very unusual and their necks were crushed from the inside it's funny because we have the two agents and then we have the like the, the coroner who's like actually trying to be very helpful but yeah <laughs> they don't yeah. have very much information she's great she's she's, she's having yeah. a great time she's like i love this this is i just got agents <laughs> everywhere yeah my job is normally very boring yeah yeah nothing ever happens on this naval base so no. i am excited <laughs> um what's their ass like have you ever seen this you know before and they're like no we've never seen anything like this they're just unceremoniously kicked out of the room they're like you need to get out of here yeah. um there's a there's a lot called us like yeah, what's yeah, your yeah. problem <laughs> they just they're just like no sorry we're done with you now like thank you for flying presumably two okay. hours right? yeah, we just we just borrowed eleven thousand dollars from the fbi to get here <laughs> yeah there's not a ruth chris here my friend i don't know what do you expect us to do for dinner tonight if i can't get that cheesy macaroni on that hot plate what am scully's i supposed trying to, to do <laughs> scully's trying to point out all these other restaurants and he's like no 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 i don't care i don't care what they say it's the best steak in philly i don't care about that I'm looking Not for the best Chris. steak in the world, and the first Chris. Yeah. yeah. God damn it, uh, Scully. As they leave in the hallway, uh, Scully calls Mulder out for lying. So he said that he never, he's never seen a case that had all of these symptoms, and he says to Scully, he was telling the truth. He's never seen one that has all of these symptoms before. Yeah, I would never lie. I willfully participated in a campaign of misinformation. Absolutely. Thank you, thank you, Mulder. I love this. Uh, <laughs> he has X Files for each of these individual things. Uh, so, like, and he tells Scully he thinks it's psychokinesis, and I love that. Have we ever got? We haven't gotten around to calling this guy a freak yet, because Mulder, he's a freak. He's a little bit of a freak. We have he hasn't gotten fully freaky yet like the freakiest yeah, he's yeah. gotten is sniffing that that gel that the, the weird the <laughs> yeah weird, from from tombs's cocoon. from tombs's cocoon yeah um Mulder says it's psychokinesis and scully says like carrie used to get even at the prom and i just yeah love a good carrie reference i don't know good why one. good one the pop, she came up with that hot she was ready to fire that one off the pop culture references here work for me a lot better than in supernatural for some you reason you know it, it feels a lot more grounded and and i maybe we're all just we're just tired of kind of the modern day pop culture culture reference but when you think about scully in 1993 what's her one reference for something like that it's yeah. from a popular movie right like it's, that makes sense it's either that or firestarter also a stephen king joint and right a, and a pretty terrible movie at that <laughs> drew barrymore right yeah yeah it's drew barrymore absolutely um scully wonders like how they're going to investigate on this thing and Mulder is like uh i got i got i got some fingerprints so there was an yeah. exchange dude that, he oh my god he put his glasses on these guys fingerprints it's just fucking beautiful man i love to get some smudged finger that's just that's a smooth move i did not see him do this whatsoever and i could have rewound to see if he actually did it he did. i don't care there was, it was such a move that i was like hell yeah it's, it's sleight of hand you know it's super cool because like uh the camera doesn't spend a lot of time on it right like the, he, we see the exchange and you could just kind of write it off as like oh he's just like this is just prop work right like he's just mm-hmm, in the moment mm-hmm. but no no this is actually on purpose and it feels pretty good that's good stuff 
so we go back to Lauren. Um, she's arriving to work. She's looking in the paper, looking to see what happened to these two men. Nothing's there. Um, she wants to go meet her new boss, uh, who is the other like kind of guy that runs this HDG technology company. And there's a horrible receptionist in her way who just refuses to let her in. Uh, and then all of a sudden, mysteriously, this woman's cup of coffee gets dumped all over the desk. And as the as the new boss comes out to see what's happening, this is Mr. Dorland. Uh, mm. Dorland invites her in, tells her to come on inside, and they they can talk for a little bit. Yeah, this is when we know that you know. It, nothing's going to be normal. First of all, she's just coming into work as if she didn't, uh, wasn't involved in the deaths of two men. Yeah. Allegedly, didn't murder <laughs> popular pop duo to Holland Oates <laughs> last night somehow, and, and, and then look for look to see if the cops found out about sorry it. Sorry, I was late. Yeah, sorry, I was late. I'm a rich girl, and I'm going too fast. Um, I don't know. I don't. How many how many Holland Oates songs do you think you can name off the top of your head? Do you think you can? Like, probably of, none right now. Yeah, yeah, it's it's hard to do on the spot. Um. There's a video uh, that I would highly recommend you watching uh, called because that I think Hall did a like a series of videos where he just got a bunch of musicians together in his house and like jammed out. Um, but there's one with the band Chromeo, which is Autumn's favorite band, and it is Ooh. a fucking time, dude. Like they have a great time together. It's really fun to watch. It's like a Hell it's yeah. like a Tiny Desk concert, but Hall is there <laughs> every, every single time. Every single Tiny Desk concert, uh, Hall yeah. is there. I don't know Hall's first name. Is it Daryl? I neither do I. It might be Daryl, but I don't know if it's Daryl Oates or Daryl Hall. I'm not, be, clearly, I'm not a big fan. It could be, you know, it could be a double Daryl situation. You got to watch out yeah, for the double Daryls. Daryl and Daryl. <laughs> If my if our names were Daryl and Daryl, this podcast would be called Daryl and Daryl. Oh, I'm sorry. We'd be Daryl Daryl season one. Daryl Daryl season two. To all the Daryls out there, if you got a buddy named Daryl, y'all start a podcast, you could use that name. I work with a guy named Daryl, so I shout outs to him. You shout and him. I could just start a podcast called Daryl and Daryl. No, who would know? We Nothing's just, stopping us. What if we started a podcast and didn't tell anybody? Like just start like like did the like faked our name bit again, right? Like just I, yeah. Is this is our, our Richard Bachman moment? This is our Richard. Bachman moment absolutely I'm sorry we're getting off topic here let's yes. get back to the episode so we're meeting Mr. Dorland who is the other boss immediately Mr. Dorland is a creepazoid uh, he says that uh, he starts talking about how this whole company is like a family to him uh, Graves was a brother to him uh, and like a, and, and Lauren is like a daughter to him and he's like you need to stay because she's quitting she's like I gotta be out of here uh, and as she's like, no, 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 I'm definitely leaving. Like, you're number one, my boss just died. Number two, I killed Hollow Notes last night. Number three, you're sending off tremendous rapey vibes right now. Just really big sexual assault very, vibes. Very, 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 very creepy. He decides to, uh, you know, get past those accusations by grabbing her face and saying that he won't let her leave. <laughs> Which and is- that's all I thought that this was still. I didn't know what kind of company this was. I didn't know that the type of company it was was going to play a role in this somehow. Yeah, um, absolutely. I kind of was thinking like she had she had two predator bosses, but why, why was she upset about the other one? I thought maybe that's why he was haunting her because he wouldn't let her go or something. But obviously that that wasn't the case. But then here I'm just thinking, oh, she has a she has a predator boss. This is really this is really uncomfortable. Um, and she still does, I think. But there's more to it going on that we we haven't heard about yet. As he grabs her face, the the ID bracelet that he's wearing on his on his uh, wrist, because that's the thing that dudes used to wear is ID bracelets. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It tightens over his wrist, so it's like someone's pulling it and pulling him back. And as she sees this happen, like she's obviously scared, but she just jets, she just leaves. Um, then we switch back over to the FBI. We've got a lead on the fingerprints. Uh, this is where we find out that the two men were. Uh, 
terrorist from Iran working out of Philadelphia, which is uh, really weird. It's like quite, it's quite a combo. It's a it's a it's strange to hear this in the context of like before nine eleven. Um, yeah, because yeah. like I th- feel like if this was post nine eleven, this would be the villain, right? Like, but here mm-hmm. they're just a footnote. It's almost like a like an eighties movie, like because like if you think about like Back to the Future, like that was his thing, and that was the plot of Back to the Future, right? He's going to sell oh, yeah. sell this technology to terrorists, like that was the reason right. he was escaping in the first ten minutes, uh, and it's just really weird, like because post nine eleven now, like that would be a totally different situation. We couldn't have any of that stuff. So no, no way, very yeah. strange. Um, they go so now that they know these two dead bodies came from Philly, they can actually do some investigation. So they go over, they talk to some local cops to get the story of where these two died, where they were found. Mulder spots the ATM, and of course, it's time to go do some camera work. Uh, yeah, they. It's, it's none of this is really adding up because Scully is like, why would they rob this random woman for forty dollars? Like, what's what and, is and happening? And they ended up dead. Like, why? Why that doesn't? If they're like an organized terrorist group, like they have bigger fish to fry than stealing forty dollars. And uh, as they investigate the the ATM camera, they 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 look they forget to the video and they find they see Lauren being like taken away. Scully immediately is like, "That's fucking Daryl Hall and Daryl Oates right there. That is yeah. the two Daryls that I know <laughs> and love." Dar- that's Daryl. Daryl. Mulder, <laughs> just looking at her like, "Huh?" Mulder is much too cool. He's a King Crimson guy. He's not into Hall and oh, Oates yeah. at all. Oh, <laughs> Mulder, yeah. Mulder loves King Crimson. He's got the posters on the wall. He's got the posters, dude. He's a yeah. He's a big time <laughs> King Crimson fan. I never would have even thought about that, but that's so true. I mean, you gotta imagine like he's just like the he's in the pocket for the prog rock like that that dude is just prog rock personified Uh, yeah absolutely uh they but they also spot a ghost in the camera Uh, daryl hall and john oates daryl hall john oates daryl hall daryl oates is what i'm considering it from now daryl daryl yeah they spot they spot what uh we can identify as a ghost in the camera yes uh it is definitely a ghost uh scully says Mulder's like oh that's a ghost and scully's like that's definitely not this is an ATM camera and it's 1993. That's just a blurry person. <laughs> That's just a blurry person. That is just somebody walking by or it's a bug. I don't know what to tell you, but it is. And not I do that. think that they kind of, they, they more lean towards that be meaning like there's, there was a third person involved where, where's this third person? Yes. Um, they, Scully also mentions, and I just like this from a technology standpoint of just like, Oh, it's too blurry. It's not going to be, we're not going to be able to enhance this. Like we, they yeah. don't even, they don't even try to do that until later, which is, I think is funny. Um, we go over to find Lauren, uh, who is living in the most luxurious house that I've Dude, ever seen a receptionist. I could live not in. get over the fact that she's a receptionist. It's 1993. She's living in a whole ass house by herself. At this point, I thought she was maybe packing up Graves's house. Um, but I don't know why the receptionist would be doing that. Like, I don't no, know. No, I think her... she's, pa- she's packing up her own house cause she's, or yeah, she's to get out of town. Yeah. yeah. I mean, this is where she is unless she lived with him. It's it's very um, bizarre. Cause there's also like this red, red herring plot where she might be his daughter later. It's very confusing. Yeah. Dude, uh, 2023 could never <laughs> owning a house. Not, not ever that. No, this <laughs> no. Would be, this, On a single I, income. No abs- way. Dude. Absolutely not. Um, Mulder and Scully show up, knock at the door. Mulder pushes himself through. Uh, she at first denies knowing the two uh, Iranian pop singers uh, and then actually says, no, 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 no. They they attacked me and I just ran away. Um, and then Scully is like, hey, can you see this ghost in this in this picture that we printed? And she's like, yeah. oh. <laughs> where did you get this ghost photo? And Mulder, surprisingly for a guy that just pushed his way into her house, uh, plays this relatively relaxed and is just like, hey, yeah. if you think that you know this ghost, here's my phone number. You can call me later. Yeah. Uh, he knows and, that and she's leaves. hiding something. So, yeah. yeah. Um, and maybe that's that's his, you know, his psych profiling done there. It's like, yeah, I forced my way in. But, but the kind of forceful over the top, clearly calling her out bit 
didn't seem to work. Yeah. So now we gotta now we gotta back off a little bit. Now we gotta just be cool. Let it let it simmer a little bit. Here's my card. We should uh, note they, at, at this point too. Like if you guys think that this episode is boring from the sound of it, it's it is kind of boring to be yeah. honest with you. Like I mean, it's it's a very straight putt across all of this stuff. Like we're we're obviously riffing on some some stuff. We're riffing bits over here, but like it's we a, love to riff the bit. We love to riff the bit over here uh, over at Non-Human Biologics, but it's it's not. It's not. It wasn't unpleasant watching it. It was just. No, it's it was just a little boring. That's all. It was like like an early kind of like mid range tier Twilight Zone thing where there's no like real moral at the end. It just ends and you're like, okay, well, yeah. that's <laughs> okay. All right, I didn't learn anything, but I guess that guy got a, got a weird face for a little bit or something. Like right, it's right. it's just a very it's a strange episode, and I'm I'm only I'm I'm contributing that directly towards the date of like they weren't trying to be. It feels like at this point the X Files isn't trying to be super exciting. Like there's no desire to leave you hanging. Like there's some of the cliffhanger stuff that we've seen with the Smoky Manor and things like that. But like these individual episodes, they're just like, no, no, we're just going to tell a story. Like it's yeah. this, yeah. this, this time it's a ghost, and it's we just got a that. solid it's... script, and we're just going to go through it. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, okay. So they went to talk to her. They know that she's definitely hiding something. Um, but. Oh, this is when they go out. So they leave. They get in the car. Mulder goes to start their car, their rented car, and they suddenly he loses control of it. It starts flying backwards, and then they end up getting nailed by another car. Another eleven thousand dollars down the drain as they borrow from the FBI again. I looked away from the TV for a moment during this, and so all I saw was the aftermath of the wreck. And I thought it was the unnamed um, agent from the undisclosed location, undisclosed agency, <laughs> running them off the road. So I was very confused until they were like, "Oh, I can't believe something happened to our car." And I was like, "Oh, yeah. okay." So there's ghosts. I'm not, I'm not supposed to know what happened to our car yet. So just cut to them over at the auto body shop and everything seems fine. Nothing seems like it was tampered with. Um, but the car is still acting very weird. Similarly to those dead bodies of Hall and Oates, um, the lights in this car keep flickering on and off. And there's they're, they're superheated with uh, electromagnetic charge. Yeah. Um, so the lights actually, they're not flickering. They remain on despite the car being off because of that electromagnetic charge. And Mulder kind of posits the theory that like people who have this kind of energy or who could be channeling this kind of energy sometimes aren't aware that they can do it. It's just happening around them. So he thinks it could be Lauren directly doing this without like active knowledge that she's doing it or right. Second theory, number two, like either one or two, very, very close together. Poltergeist. Poltergeist. <laughs> either yeah. one. <laughs> and, either Sc- one. <laughs> and I love, I love that Scully does the classic there. Yeah. He's so yeah. good. <laughs> I don't know why you're referencing Carrie and Poltergeist, but you're making my heart happy, Scully. This yeah, is, she's this... just yeah, she's a big fan. Uh, Scully <laughs> takes this opportunity to be like, "Hey, I get that it could be Lauren, ha- Lauren having an unknown power that she can't control, causing this, this drastic bolts of electricity to come out of her body, or that it could be Poltergeist, but also it could be accomplices to the terrorists that we're tracking." Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, if there's a third person in that photo, and if it's not a ghost, then that means that it's someone potentially working with her. Um, so the only solution here is to just start staking out Lauren's house. Yeah, and I wrote a weird sentence in my notes where I wrote, they follow her and learn that she's not dirty, but she is in debt. And I don't know what I meant. I guess I meant, like, Damn. she's not dirty, like, she's not doing bad things i guess but it's just a we- it was a weird it's like she's not dirty but she does owe bills like every other person in existence um, um we, we see, see her- a, uh yeah, yeah she goes back to work somebody's removing howard graves parking spot he's like reserved spark parking spot she kind of freaks out and yells at them she's all upset about it um 
And thankfully for, for Mulder and, and Scully, they were watching this. And now they're like, okay, we need to look into Howard Graves because she's having this big reaction to his name being removed. Um, so it's time to check out the microfiche, dude. Time to go to the microfiche. I love it when we go to the microfiche. Uh, so they have to look up Howard. They, they learn some stuff about him. Um, and then they follow her to his grave site uh, where she's leaving flowers. Uh, and this, I think, is maybe... If there's anything X-Files about this besides the ghosts, it's this. I think this is what Mulder should pick up on. Because they go to ask the gravekeeper, like, hey, who's that grave? And the gravekeeper has every single bit of gossip about the person who is yep. dead. It's like, yep. oh, she was, like, there's because there's a grave next to Graves's. That's just going to get complicated. Uh, there's mm-hmm. a plot next to Graves' uh, plot which has a name of a girl on it. And, oh, that was his daughter who died in a pool when she was very young. And then his wife left him. And now she's buried in another part of the cemetery. And, and Mulder and Scully are just like, yeah, this is a perfectly normal way to get yeah. information. Yeah. No problem. Life before social media. <laughs> Go to the gravekeeper. Why don't I ever think about that? Get the gossip. Why don't you ever think get about that? Get the goss from the grave guy. I don't know why. He knows, I'm... dude. He's not, he doesn't have a lot else going on out there, you know? God, I should get the goss from the grave guy. It'd be weird if he didn't know, if you ask me. <laughs> <laughs> sure, yeah. Okay, I guess that's. I, I guess that's. But right. this is. I do say. I will say. Following a, a grieving woman to a cemetery to watch her. That's very Sam and Dean behavior. If you ever watched Supernatural, mm-hmm, listener, mm-hmm, um, that's mm-hmm. that's extremely something they would do. But yeah, so they get all this info. Um, and and there is that kind of red herring of like, is Lauren Howard's daughter? But mm, no, she's not. Um, and dude, we cut over to Mulder in the dark room. In What's the he dark doing, room. There, dude? He's he's developing ghost photos. That's my number one favorite thing to do in a dark room. It's the be- it's the only it's the reason they were invented. Like it's yeah. just to develop ghost photos. Yeah. I love that they we didn't, we didn't need photography for scenes. We didn't need it for reporting. We didn't uh, need it for portraits. We needed it so we could try to find some way to capture ghosts. Historical purposes. Get the fuck out no. of here. Get no. get we right out of here. We don't need to document yeah. history. Absolutely not. We need to find ghosts. That is the purpose of a, of a picture if you're asking me um he developed some photos they they took of her uh her like just real creepy like i think they just took them from outside of her house (laughs) just really weird looking um and then when they go to like enhance them they just like they i don't know what they do i don't know what slider they use but it's the ghost slider they just turn the ghost slider up and howard is just right there behind her boo (laughs) like it's so weird um we go back over to Lauren's house where she's sleeping in her bed uh, when her cat gets scared and Lauren begins to hear noises. She hears someone walking up the stairs. Uh, she grabs a bat. Always love it when people have bats. You have a bat by your door? Yeah. You have a you have a close uh, by bat? <laughs> I don't want to answer, but I have, a, I have a wooden katana. You have a wooden katana next to your door? I love it. Yes. That, that is that's so, so embarrassing. That's to just so Chris Mosher. <laughs> this is so... How have I known you for close to a decade and not known that you keep a wooden katana by your door i just are you off the are you off the podcast did you just did you just leave the cut are you just i should gone? have just i should have just said that can you still can you still hear me i can yeah yeah absolutely uh, I, sh- I should have just said yeah i have a bat i have a baseball bat by my door it's, not, it's so embarrassing it's not a it's wooden sturdy. katana it's really sturdy oh i'm sure it is is it oh, oh my god chris it's called I, a boken it's used for oh, all just right stop it just stop it uh yeah i have a bat yeah yeah i do <laughs> she grabs her bat and then she begins to hear voices. Uh, she hears somebody fighting, saying, "No, stop! No, stop! Please don't! Don't do this to me!" And it's coming from her bathroom. Uh, mm. Somebody in there is fighting the wars. Somebody up there. Has, that dude, that's me, dude. That's me in the bathroom, someone, dude. <laughs> someone has been plugged up and is having a day. <laughs> I hate it for this guy. I really do. Uh, but uh. she she decides to go in, um, hand over nose. Uh, she's terrified, but she's determined. Uh, she has this look on her face, like she's she's got to find the truth out. 
uh, she yanks the current back, the curtain back, the shower curtain back, and sees this bathtub uh, full of water with blood blooming mm. inside of it, and then it all drains out. Uh, and she realizes, and I think this is a jump from what we're presented on screen <laughs> to what she decides. She's like, "Oh, this is Howard being murdered." So yeah, either Howard was at her house or she was at his house because he's murdered in this bathroom, right? Okay. Yeah, you know, I was thinking this is just her bathroom and and the you know the ghost is is recreating it there, but I guess it it would make sense if they if she just lived with him. It makes no sense whatsoever where she is or why no. she is here. And it no. doesn't and frankly does not matter to the It doesn't matter. Part of the story. It doesn't matter. Um, but but we now we know that Howard was murdered. He did not correct. end his own life. Uh, meanwhile, Scully Mulder is still working the case. Scully thinks Howard faked his own death. It's the only thing that makes sense. Uh, yeah. Mulder pulling in like three for three on uh, fucking <laughs> on great yeah. uh, pop culture references. Mulder says the only man that could pull that off is Elvis, and he does an Elvis impersonation just a very brief. Mulder, one. what? <laughs> and I just thank you, Mulder, for for doing that for me. I appreciate it. Do you it. think he has an X file on Elvis sighting? Hundred percent, absolutely. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. A, a thick one too. Yeah. <laughs> um, they go to talk to the medical examiner um, who is, I looked this lady up and we, we knew her from something and now I can't remember what it is. Shit. I was going to tell you what, because she was in another she's, episode. She's probably in Supernatural. Yes, 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 absolutely. Thank you. I don't know why I didn't immediately go there. She was in like episode six of Supernatural or something. Um, That's funny. She she has a line in Supernatural where she, she says that somebody is useless as uh, boobs on a man. Uh, which, oh. yeah, which like looking back in season one of Supernatural, you go, oh, wow, well, that's not. Oh, yeah. Okay. okay. Well, that's, that's, that's very, that's very, I've learned kind of, how, kind much, of how much Eric Kripke hates everybody. Yeah, so. no, no doubt. Yeah. Vaguely fat phobic and also kind of, kind of just a weird line in general, but sure. Okay. Yeah. Um, Anyway, this is the medical examiner. She assures them that Howard is dead. Um, they didn't run any blood tests or confirm any dental records, though, because it was a suicide. And they had somebody there with the name of Lauren who made a positive ID. Uh, fortunately, they, he donated all of his organs, so they can just go find his organs to prove that Don't he is dead. Don't track down the donor. Yeah, no I, problem. Yeah. <laughs> Chris, I love this little subplot. I love the mm-hmm, fact that they're mm-hmm. like, we got to confirm this dude is dead, so we have to go to the organ transplant person. We have to find his organs. We got to go find his Where did his organs go are they really his organs i thought for a minute they were going to be like we got to get this liver out of this guy i'm sorry yeah yeah i mean in the very first episode they dug up a body so i think taking a liver out of somebody is probably Mm -hmm. equally as Mm -hmm. weird right like that's something the fbi could do the fbi could they dug up they dug up an orangutan body yeah the fbi could subpoena a liver right like that's that's within their power and yeah they have to take a liver out of a horse in this one because there was some sort of a mix-up and that's how they that's how they're able to get it um that's why that's why he's a ghost because he doesn't want to be in a fucking horse he's like this is this is horrible because, be because in Supernatural, when a when they found out that a body was cremated and they, they couldn't do anything with it to get rid of the ghost, their next step would be like, okay, well, what was like a prized possession of theirs? But in the FBI, <laughs> Not the, 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 they're like, we're going to find his donated orchids. I was uh, I was talking to Mary from the delightful podcast, Carrie and Wayward. Uh, so if you're a Supernatural fan, please, please go listen to them over there. Um, and she's watching along with the X-Files. She's a little bit ahead of us. Um, and she made the comment that like there's... There's no way. There's no. There's no way that you could say that uh, Mulder and Scully are saving people and hunting things because they don't save people. They don't really hunt no. things. And I was just no. like, yeah, they're just cops. They just show up. They take some notes. They don't actually do anything. And like, they're not even really hunt. Like, Mulder doesn't really have any lore. He just has like a little bit of lore and a big dream. Mm-hmm. Like he doesn't have anything. Small to amount go of on. lore, huge amount of dream. <laughs> Small or a big dream, you know. That's what I always say. Small or a big dream. That's the kids these days. 
They don't understand. You're all, you're all too focused on big lore, small dream. No, 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 no. no. All the way around. Small, small lore, lore, big, big dream. dream. Small lore, big dream. Absolutely. Um, I don't remember where we are in this episode, which is terrible. Okay, because so I feel like we, we spent this fellow faked his death. We're, tra- we're tracking down his... his oh, okay. Yeah, all the stuff has been donated. Um, they got to reach out to the hospitals. We go back to Lauren. She's having a going away party at work, I think. that's That was my interpretation of this. This is a big or, party or, for a going away party. Or there's just a party at work, and she's also going away. Uh, it's um, very strange. Because um, she gets her final check. Uh, she gets ready to hit the road. She goes to take one last look at Howard's office. Um, and unfortunately, the other boss, whatever his name is, I wrote it down, Dorland. but I don't remember it. Dorland, that bastard, finds her in there. Um, and suddenly he gets real serious and he says, I know Howard told you. And if it ever gets out, I'll go straight to you. Told um, you, told him, told her what, what is going what? on? I don't know. He's a ghost. I don't know what the fuck is going on. Um, she manages to, she, to run past him and call Mulder and says like, come meet me at my house. I have information, uh, which is like Mulder's bread and butter that he loves this shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they mm-hmm. also, that while they are taking that phone call, they find out Graves is very dead. Like that was absolutely yeah. his order. That man's dead. Yeah. We got yeah. his liver and it's in a horse. <laughs> his liver is in a horse and that's. <laughs> <laughs> can't live without your liver and everybody knows uh well there's just like i'm adding that to an x-file but i don't have time to deal with it right now <laughs> uh, lauren goes back to the house there's a knock at the door where we get two unnamed thugs trying to enter uh and the ghost tries to stop them but they break in anyway uh we yeah. we get classic ghost behavior here where the lights start like shorting out uh the ghost starts like beating up these two like it's a lot of like invisible stop punching yourself kind of yeah. situation yeah lauren is screaming and crying uh this dude is like going full fucking ash just hitting himself in the face um eventually mully and scolder nope Yep. <laughs> Mulder nope, dude, and yep. Scully. Yep. <laughs> uh pulls up, burst in, guns drawn. Mulder's first, so he sees the body of one of these thugs floating in midair. This is a great yeah. scene. I love this. He sees a full go I don't think he even mentions that he saw it either. I don't remember if he I says was, it to Scully. I was gonna ask you if you think he told Scully this, because I feel like he holds this back. It's not in the report, right? Like it's Yeah, this- he doesn't he's like, She's not gonna fucking believe me. I'm gonna save my breath. <laughs> yeah, what am I gonna do? Tell her He's also so she- not as he's not as passionate about this one. It's not an it's, alien. It's just it's a, a ghost. ghost. Yeah, who cares yeah. about a dumb ghost? He's yeah. way less passionate about proving this. Uh, more like a more like a Z file for how bored I yeah, am. This is yeah, this is a side quest for him. He's not, you know. <laughs> it is what it is. Um they eventually the body falls. Um, and uh, we, we go almost immediately to the aftermath. So they have they have pulled this woman in. They pulled Lauren into a inv- uh, interrogation room. She's mm. clammed up. She's not. She's refusing to talk. Dude, she's clammed up deep. Uh, Mulder like gets like super close to her. Like 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 in a weird like maybe he's take, giving a little kisses. Dude, t- take like, relax, take a step man. back, Mulder. He's um, like okay. He's like you know playing it soft didn't work. Playing it hard didn't work. Now I gotta go sexy. <laughs> now I'm not gonna go full sexy. I'm gonna channel my red shoe diary <laughs> and see if this chick likes to wait till you see Mulder in the red speedo. Just you wait. I'm telling you, Chris, all of this exists in Red Shoe Diaries. Like, we could just cover it anytime you want to. If you want to, will. But you're going to see it in season one of X Files. You will see the Red Speedo. I can't wait. Um, just as he thinks he's about to make progress, our two unnamed agents from an undisclosed agency show up uh, and yell at them for you know interfering with this case. So they were tracking down They're the like ar- what ar- case? The yeah, fucking yeah. Ghostbusters? What are you talking about? Uh, and it turns out there's a whole different plot that's been happening this entire there's episode. There's a whole <laughs> other like thing happening. <laughs> so eventually, these two people spit it out. They. Uh, we're investigating HTG, the company that employed Graves and Dorland, and also Lauren, um, for selling illegal military technology to the Iranian terrorist organization. Yeah. Um, and now they need to find out more. So, th- like, Balder and Scully 
are investigating a ghost and these guys are like investigating a crime. <laughs> like this is an actual yeah. fucking yeah. crime. Something to fucking worry about. We got the fuck yes, yeah, the Ghostbusters versus the people trying to stop 9/11. Like this yeah. is this is very <laughs> different levels. But Mulder's still kind of being like, "No, my thing's more serious." It's it's it's, it's very serious. No, they help. They actually they get involved now cuz at this point they've they've sort of they screwed the pooch a little bit. Um so they have to they have to dig down. Yeah. So um uh, says tells them like they're gonna investigate her so he says i wouldn't i wouldn't get too rough with her like kind of you know not they don't understand the joke but, but Mulder doesn't ever make jokes that other people can understand he's only in it right. for his own amusement so he's just making right. a little, little goof on his own um eventually they don't get anywhere with lauren uh so uh, Mulder and scully go back in and she finally starts telling them what happened so she was super super close to howard to graves they had a special relationship um and he believed that that entire company because he founded it was his family so he was stressing over constantly as the business began to fail like what are these people going to do for money how are they going to get work let's sell some technology to the iranians that's a that's a thing that we're going to go do um but really it was dorland's kind of idea and kind of spearheading he just went along with it and covered it up uh and they started doing this and then eventually howard got nervous and then he was murdered for his knowledge uh and now he's just protecting her somehow somehow we don't really know how she says that like you know he's just showing up preventing her from getting hurt sometimes she smells his aftershave at Mm. one point it was when they were at the cemetery it was kind of implied that she she could be his daughter like his secret daughter who's actually alive but that doesn't go anywhere either she's just just yeah it's just i think the the correlation between their like ages is just supposed to be like that's why howard was so protective of her you know why he saw her as a daughter because he lost his own daughter knowing oh she would have been this age um it's it helps me to identify this as less creepy because you never know you know with these old men and these young women Mm -hmm. how they're gonna act you've seen how dorland acted you know we we just don't know uh and i think that just kind of firms up the 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 real like father-daughter relationship that they had formed because neither of them has really any other family so that that's the explanation for this so this is why he's haunting her he's trying to keep her safe I love this next bit, too, because now Scully steps up and says, yeah. uh, hey, we believe you. We think that you should tell your story. You should you should be here to testify like you should you should tell these other agents this information and kind of goes up, like leads her to believe that Scully is going along with this story. Um, and it works like she's, she kind of agrees to, to tell her story. And as the as Lauren leaves or maybe Scully and Mulder leave, uh, Mulder is like, what the fuck? You don't believe any of this stuff. Like what? And she's yeah. like, yeah, yeah. I don't care about the ghost. I care about the fucking terrorists that have military technology. Right. I'm working right. that case. Um, and you can tell Mulder is like, cause huh. there's, there's a scene where like, there's a, there's a fucking shot where Mulder like, hears that information and is like, dang it. She's right. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Um, but we have one uh, more we have one last that's not the end of the story we have one last spooky spectacular story so they uh somehow they arrange and it's just now now it's Mulder and scully's case they arrange for a search warrant for htg they're raiding the office classic fbi stuff um they dorland obviously sees that lauren is the lead he she, you know he she's working with the fbi she's trying to help them find any kind of evidence they're not finding anything it's a bust uh Mulder tries to get lauren out of there but she starts ripping into dorland's personal property she's tearing pictures mm-hmm. off the wall tearing the backs out of it um he calls her some really ugly names she goes to fucking kill him she goes to he lunges for him yeah she's she's push to the edge here and that is when howard comes out to play uh we see the lights blowing out the wind there's a whirlwind inside this room blowing papers everywhere the door is locked out scully can't get in 
um, and sh- and this knife floats up. Or maybe it's like a, pen- a letter opener or something, but this mm. sharp object sh- floats up. Looks like it's going to stab uh, Dorland, and then Mulder and Lord are both like, no, 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 no. We're trying to arrest him. Don't kill him. <laughs> We're, we got other we got other plans, homie. Ghost guy, be a cop. Don't be a ghost. Be a cop. Yeah. <laughs> um, so the the knife flips around and goes into the wall and sure enough it opens up a part of the wallpaper where that he has hidden a disc uh, a floppy yes. disk that contains all of the information um yeah. got him got him got your floppy bro got your floppy disk uh i love this next scene because it's lord in the car and Mulder and Scully are like, are you going to be okay? And she's like, yep, thanks. Bye. I'm and just good. Jets. Bye. <laughs> it's the gas. <laughs> I'm not sure she fucking what happened there. leaves, man. She is like, she's I am gone. done with all of you people. Like, get me the fuck out of here. I'm tired of being the star of this ghost story. Yeah, it's too much. Um, so, yeah. Mulder is... He asks Scully, hey, do you believe in the afterlife? In my notes, I wrote afternoon. Do you believe in the afternoon? No, I don't. I'm a, I'm a morning person. Do you believe in the afterlife? Um, and she goes, I'd settle for a life in this one. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Fucking geek. <laughs> Got him. Got him. And so he's like, hmm, I want to go see the Liberty Bell. Yeah, there's a lot of talk about the later Liberty Bell. How late do you think they stay open? Scully is not impressed by the Liberty Bell. She's just like, it's just a fucking broken-ass bell. Who cares? And yeah. Mulder's like, but I've never seen it. Um, and then we get one la- final scene in Nebraska where Lauren has moved. Uh, she's, she's getting, getting yet, chewed out by her new boss getting chewed out by her new boss for being late with some forms and then we see a coffee cup shaking um and it's very much like the end of inception to spoil that for everybody like the top right. is turning we don't know if the ghost is there or not because the receptionist who's yelling at lauren says oh these dang heavy trucks they're just vibrate the whole building like da, da, da. but we think that it might be a ghost yeah is who's it to say is who's it a ghost say? Who, who cares to say who cares this is i mean knowing how straightforward this episode is it probably is it's a ghost, a ghost. it's a definitely a ghost absolutely 100 percent a ghost i it's funny because i was i texted you and i was like this is a this is just a fucking ghost story uh and it's kind of a it was kind of boring right like i think like yeah. it wasn't yeah, there was just, nothing bad about it in the individual no, just parts. by the numbers but, i mean there, there being this like terrorist side plot made it a little bit more interesting but it's so funny like selling military technology to terrorists also there's a ghost <laughs> also there's a ghost uh so weird and, and and unusual uh but talking about it i'm actually i have a lot more affection about it now uh which sometimes happens with the medium tier episodes that yeah. we cover on podcasts uh i just i don't know man like it's it's kind of a fun one like, it's just kind of fun it's, it's kind just of fun. Kind of, yeah whatever you know especially when you can you can enjoy how ridiculous some things are or sometimes you even enjoy how mundane it is i enjoy that it's just kind of a straightforward ghost story there was no twist you no, know no twist it just was a ghost Mulder can't like <laughs> compare any of this stuff to his like deep trauma sister stuff like no, none of that exists no. like there's he no he can't make it about himself this time the only military conspiracy was like yeah we're doing our jobs <laughs> we can't yeah. t- and we can't tell you about them because that's yeah. our job it's <laughs> to be secret scully had some some great movie quotes in there you know yeah just i mean just a good episode all around man overall pretty good yeah pretty Dig good it. do you have any uh you have any last thoughts before we get out of here do you want to i'm curious to see where we go from here because it's been a couple episodes of kind of just doing our own thing this is what only episode five or six like we're pretty this we're pretty... is this is number six so yeah uh, we're not we're not too far in yet so I'm, I'm excited to see where where we go from here i am too um and thank you everybody for coming along for the journey with us we so much appreciate you listening for supporting us on patreon over patreon.com slash monster of the week if you decide to do that for leaving reviews for telling your friends for telling your cousins for telling your step nephews all yeah. of those people thank you so much uh for, for for tuning in and for helping us out uh we'll be back next week with more x files and until then remember everybody stay spooky
Hello. Whoa. Whoa. Am I very loud? Yeah, I don't know what microphone you're using, but it is the wrong one. Gosh darn it. Let's see. Input device. How does that sound? Oh, that's the dulcet tones that I know and love okay. of Chris Mosier. Okay. Discord. I don't need to whisper anymore. Uh, Discord, that's rude as hell of you to switch it up on me like that. It is, it is kind of rude. I agree. Uh, anyway, what's up? Not much. Can you continue talking for just a little bit? I'd love to. I have half of a um, lemonade vitamin water in a cup because Jess didn't finish it before she left. And okay. I'm about to get jacked up on sugar-free <laughs> lemonade vitamin water. So, boy, boy, if I You've seen it. caffeine, Chris. You've seen drunk, Chris. This is vitamized, Chris. <laughs> if I had a dollar for everybody that was interested in that store, I'd be in debt. You asked me to keep talking, all right? <laughs> all right, now I got you. I got you dialed in now. Okay, okay cool. Okay, cool. Much, much, much better. Uh, I don't know what it is. Gary, Gary's volume is really low, and I recorded with him earlier this week, and so it just blows you out when I switch back and forth. Mm-hmm. So. I think it's, um, I'm just probably more obnoxious. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, he is a professional podcaster. He's like, yeah, I don't, and I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> he is. I, I have learned it, nothing. He does it for his job. Yeah. I think I'd be like a little better. If this was like paying all the bills, you if know? we went if we went pro, you think? Yeah, I think I would have to take some responsibility. Um, like you see the way I get stressed out about work. Yeah, like that's because I'm trying to take responsibility for things, even though I probably don't need to be as stressed out as I uh, as I am. But if this was real, then I'd have to. Well, it's not not that it's not real, you know what I mean. But if it was if it was everything, then I think I'd have to be. If it was your full time job, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, it would be it would be a little weird. I would like that. I don't know that. I would like that too. I think that would be excellent. Um, I started um, seeing a, I guess a therapist is the way you would describe this. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Because of uh, obviously all the cancer stuff, and I'd right. ca- I'd kind of talked about doing it like a like a year ago, um, maybe a year or two ago now. Uh, for for some different reasons that I won't get into on the podcast, but um, this seemed like a good opportunity to like just commit and, and do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's weird because it has like a bunch of stigma associated with it. As I'm sure you, you understand having gone through this process yourself of like, Oh, I'm, 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 I have to see a therapist. That means I'm broken or something like, which is right. not, nobody thinks that like nobody in their right mind would think that, but you think that I think that when I, when I, about myself, yeah. not about you. <laughs> right. I don't think to- that about you. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> But she asked me, uh, did I enjoy my job? And I was like, I mean, <laughs> yeah, like it pays the uh, bill. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, what, what What? would you want to do otherwise? And, I, and then I had to be like, well, do you know what podcasts are? <laughs> like, are you, are you familiar <laughs> with what a podcast is? Because uh, this is kind of like the blueprint of what I would want to do if I was able yeah. to do it uh, and like generate the money. I said, but there's just, there's just realistically, there, there's no way that like me in my forties to, to pivot to a content, full-time content creator and still have like health insurance and a full-time salary and pay bills and all that other stuff. Like it would be, we'd have to get really lucky on some dice rolls for that, for all of that to come together. So.
Uh-oh, Chris disappeared. Oh, I did disappear. Am I back? Yes, Can you're back. you hear me? Mm-hmm. Okay. It um yeah, my whole shit just froze up. God damn it. Um <coughs> I'll just keep an eye on that. Make sure it doesn't happen again. Um yeah, I would answer the same thing. That'd be that also be my answer. Yeah. It's I mean, that would be like but then I, sometimes I'd listen to Gary, and Gary's like, oh, I have to play Grand Theft Auto 4 th- this weekend, so I can't play the Spider-Man yeah. game. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm like, you made yeah. your hobby into a yeah. job, my friend. Yeah. Like, And I don't you know, I don't think I would ever get into a situation where I'm playing Grand Theft Auto 4 for a podcast, or, or but maybe we would. Like, Maybe we would be watching like, say? episodes of Buffy or something and like just dreading them and be like, oh, God, yeah. here comes another episode of Buffy, but we have to do it because the, the fucking patrons that pay our bills, yeah. them motherfuckers, <laughs> they're demanding yeah. the content. Content. Yeah. They're squeezing the blood from the content t- stone. Uh, I don't know, man. I mean, I, I say all this, but then again, like I had to cancel the other day because I was too hungry. It's true. So, it's true. What it, well, I mean, I, soon, I ate. Okay, first of all, I ended up ordering Chinese food, and then I got very sick from it. But oh, I no. felt so stupid once. I, I mean, it's fine. I get sick from everything. It's whatever. Um, I I ate, and then I felt better after I ate. And I was like, that was really fucking stupid that I canceled. Cancel because you were hungry. But I mean, like, you and I get on this schedule of like, if we're ahead, um, like that 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 the impetus to to like actually do the podcast like is yeah. is greatly reduced if we're ahead. Oh, by dude, a I'm such a procrastinator with everything. Yeah, like it just it gets. But I'm I, and I'm much more free. Like especially if I'm feeling weird i think i was i think that was a chemo week for me when you when, mm. as well so i was already like on the bubble and so when you're like i'm kind of hungry and i'm like well if you need to eat <laughs> like go yeah. ahead brother <laughs> yeah my favorite joke now is um to because i'm taking an antidepressant it's to just tell everyone no i'm sorry i'm no longer mentally ill i can't relate to what can't, you're talking about can't is, it's not true <laughs> i just feel a little bit better um, but i am still unfortunately very mentally ill when i'm hungry <laughs> I've been to I've been to one therapy session, so I am no longer. Mentally I'm sorry, Ill. I don't have mental. Ill. I'm sorry, I don't know what that is. That's I've not been, couldn't be me. I haven't even been diagnosed as mentally ill. That's how non mentally ill I am. <laughs> sorry, I just don't even know what you're talking about. Um, I think I'm gonna be I'm gonna be a little weirded out if this chick like sees me several times and is like, yeah. "You seem mostly normal." <laughs> like she's gonna be like, like "Why are you she's here? Like you do seem mostly normal, but it seems like you might have. Let me see here, pain in your, in your heart. Heart? Is that what I'm reading <laughs> off of the? Off, what do they call pain it? in your heart? Yeah, I think that. That is the note that I took. It says pain in your heart. Is it the DCC, the giant medical book? The 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 is it saying pain in my heart? Would you rather your therapist tell you that you have pain in your heart mm-hmm. or diagnose you with having darkness in your heart? Uh I think they're one and the same, Chris. I don't know the difference. Oh, these two pictures oh, yeah. these two, these two pictures are the same is what I have to say to yeah, that. Yeah, that's true. That's I don't know. True. I guess like if, if we're considering pain as something physical versus darkness, I guess I'd go darkness just because mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. boy, am I am I am I leery and weary of pain nowadays i just that's yeah, just, I, I just don't like it so um you were talking about how the cold you're sensitive to cold and yeah, um, yeah. when i was complaining to you that it was 20 degrees i was like i'm gonna try and go for a walk because i have to try and be healthy um it was 20 degrees two days ago and today it's pushing 60 but it's like a humid disgusting 60 so i'm just mm. sitting here like sweating i'm indoors this is ridiculous great pick lane weather. winter please great, great weather yeah it, um it's actually really really pleasant outside it's, it's a little bit cold uh but this the wind has kicked up so it feels like it feels like a season outside which is unusual for us mm, <laughs> it's, mm, it's mm. not just like warm and hot do you like it like do you like having like a season every once in a while i would I, I would love to have more to be honest with you yeah. right, right yeah, now yeah, yeah. we we seem to facilitate between uh just hot and shitty and cold and shitty are the two seasons that we have that so sucks yeah 
we, we get got some snow flurries for the first time um, nice. last nice. week and went for a little walk in it. And I just thought, this is wonderful. And then it kind of got like a little too warm. And the, the little lovely snow flurry was just sort of turning to like slush, which, yeah, is, that's, which is nasty, but... <laughs> which is su- super gross. Yeah. I, um, I, we get a, cu- a couple of days over where it's just like really, really pleasant fall. And like I open the windows and, and like, yeah. which, which freaks the dogs out. The dogs have no idea what to do with an open door and open windows. They're just like, what is happening? This is not oh, man, the I love an thing. open window. Um, but, and then autumn freaks out because of the, because the, like, we have a door in our living room that we don't really use. So mm-hmm. I, I'll, I'll open it up to get like some cross breeze growing and then just like put like a chair in front of it to prevent the dogs from escaping. But every time she walks by, I can tell she's just like visibly shaken by the idea of the dogs <laughs> just being able to leave the house at any point, no matter how well they are blocked in. That's why we don't give them keys. That's why they don't have keys. It's just one of the yeah. many reasons. I mean, they don't have thumbs, so they can't really use keys very well. I mean, well, yeah, they but... got <laughs> to call us if they get locked out, but... Oh man, I don't know. Have you been playing video games? I've been playing a lot of video games lately. Dude, I've 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 done nothing but play Baldur's Gate. Okay, so you're so I. I can't remember. Was I early in this podcast talking about how I didn't like I wasn't vibing with it anymore? It's yes, because th- that's so. changed quite a bit. You've 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 also <laughs> since like turned it around and during this podcast. Gotcha, gotcha, so, gotcha. So you've gotcha. you've because you you inspired me to re-roll. So mm-hmm. I, I was a bard because I thought that would be like funny, but that just ended up yeah. being way too complicated. So I just bard rhymes to, with hard. Yes. Um, so I did it as a fighter mm-hmm. and it's been interesting texting back and forth with you because you're like three playthroughs in now and I'm still encountering stuff that you haven't seen. Like I'm doing, yep. like I, I'll text you and be like, I bullied these ogres into being my buds. And you're like, what? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, didn't I didn't even know, know that was an option. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They gave me their horn and we're like, okay, just summon us anytime you need us. And I'm like, fuck yeah, bro. I'm Have you done the do- thing <laughs> where I don't want to spoil this, but I had a goblin ask me to rub shit on my face. <laughs> no, I have not. I've not seen that at all. Cause no. it was like, I'm trying to sneak past him and he has a warg with him. And, um, it was actually, it was on Jess's character. I was playing with her. Um, and she has like animal handling and like speaks to animals. So it came up with an option to like to try and talk my way through by being like, oh, I'm an animal lover. Like that's a mighty fine hound you have there. And the guy was like really impressed. And he's like, oh, OK, well, if you really love it so much, rub his shit on your face and you wow. can do it. I didn't that's do it, so but weird. you can do it. <laughs> so strange. There's so much about that game that I would want to like quick save and then like, yes. do the thing yes. and just see what happens. But like, I think that goes against the spirit of the game a little bit just to, to do that. I did. um I had a, I had an enjoyable time, so I'm still learning the combat. Uh, but I was I was thinking I was think I was a big brain playing. So I had the spider boss. I told you about this, I believe. Yeah. Uh, and the spider boss like was on this little like webbing between these pedestals, and I was like, and as I was like mousing over and trying to like figure out stuff to do, I noticed that the webbing was flammable, and I was like, oh, I've got an idea. So sure enough, cast firebolt. Uh, Firebolt burns the webbing and the fucking spider just drops <laughs> to the ground and does like 40 damage. And I'm like, fuck yeah, this is way more damage than I was doing to yeah. this thing. This is good. This is great. And then it just teleports right back to the webbing. Like it goes yeah. right back to a different part of the webbing. So I could He's do a real this. bastard. So first time, 40 points. Second time, like 30 points. I'm doing, I'm feeling great. Third time, Gale, my dumbass <laughs> wizard idiot friend, um, is underneath the webs. Uh, when he casts Firebolt and the spider falls directly on top of him and knocks him out for a turn. <laughs> just completely, he is just prone Poor on the ground. Gale. <laughs> Gale is just out. And the spider lives with one HP. Uh, so I had to like, oh my get, God. had to figure out a way to get down there or shoot an arrow down there to do something to kill it before it just yeah. ate, ate Gale while he was just sitting there prone. <laughs> Things were not looking good for Gale. Yeah. Also, um, so the it's not video game we don't have video game christmas anymore they they they, they murdered christmas that's <laughs> the, right that's the right. war the war on video game christmas is, is over and we lost uh but the game awards were this this week uh-huh. um which i watched 
I tuned in every time they they were showed in an anime game, and Autumn was like, "What? Are you, why are you making me watch this? What are you doing?" Um, but the big announcement, I think, my most excited, the most thing I'm most excited about is the follow up to No Man's Sky called uh, Light No Fire, which is Blake's like a which seems like a procedural Earth, an entire Earth, uh, mm-hmm. but now instead of like sci-fi spaceships it's all like fantasy stuff and you're like crafting and and building stuff and and flying flying on dragons flying on dragons uh but it inspired me to go back to no man's sky Mm. so i did that a little bit today and that game has gotten really fucking weird (laughs) i've heard that there's just like a million things and i you you actually bought me that game a couple years ago i've been thinking about getting back to it because it seems like it's just a better starfield (laughs) it is i think i think it I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I can't say that because I don't think that the, like the narrative stuff is there, like the no, like no, spoken right, word right. stuff, but um, they do have. So before they would just drop you into a planet and then you would just go do stuff with very little guidance. Now they have these like expeditions uh, where the, it kind of guides you into building a little shelter and repairing oh. your ship and you get, you get rewarded for milestones and doing all this stuff. Like it's a much more guided experience now. And they, they still have like the plug it up to survival and just fucking go right like you can still do that um but then also like it's i played that game day one uh where there was barely anything in that game and i absolutely loved it like there was something really really interesting about just how like bare bones it was um i wish i wish i could go back and find all my screenshots of it because it's the game does not that game does not exist anymore because now it is like it's kind of sad. You the, can't play different versions of it anymore. Right? Yeah. Like, and the the UI is completely different. Like, you can do, you can build stuff. You can craft. Stuff, mm. You can do all this other crazy shit that you were not able to do before. And it's just wild. So, yeah, yeah. I don't have. I, mean, I do. I do have an interest in that. That uh, light no fire. First of all, cool name. Cool. Um, very cool. Did, I'm did, so did in we on name that. this video game? <laughs> yeah. Seriously, that's what we always name our fucking podcast. Something weird like that. Um, I'm extreme. That was probably the coolest thing that I saw there. Um, I don't remember what I was going to say. Oh, uh, so The Long Dark. I played The Long Dark in early yeah. access. And there was a little bit of that, too, where I, as an, as a player, was so inexperienced and there was so much less content in it that every little thing I ran into for the maybe two, three hours that I played early access of that felt like the most serious, yeah. like amazing thing ever because it was nothing around. And I, you know, my footprints got washed away by the snow and I got attacked by wolves. Like just like every little thing felt like a huge thing because I hadn't yet seen everything. There was there was far less content in the game. So it just felt like a unique experience to have this little thing happen. Um, and, and I still feel very strongly about that game. I love that game um, even now. And I like that they've added lots of more stuff, but there is something kind of like you pop into a no man's sky and it's just kind of empty and you're just left to sort of drift and figure out like, where am I going? What am I looking at? Um, there's an ex- exploration side to it that's like you don't need a reward to do it. You're just doing it because you it's it's interesting. Yes, yeah, exactly. It's just so it was just so based in the exploration, and that you would just get into these weird planets and everything. And there wasn't a lot there. Like, I mean, I'm not saying that there was you know a ton of stuff to do or anything, but like what was there was just really kind of fascinating. I don't know. It's just, you know going back to video games that are that old now and that have gotten, gotten that many updates is super interesting to me. It's just like yeah. like you like you mentioned like it doesn't exist anymore. Like you can't play it. Like there's no way to to show somebody that. I guess if you had an unpatched disc copy, you could maybe. Yeah. But even then, like video game consoles are so fucking weird nowadays about that stuff that it's it's hard to. I don't know. I, it t- took a 13 gigabyte fucking update to even open the game on my PlayStation. So yeah. <laughs> I was already. They made a big. They made a big thing about how the. Baldur's Gate physical edition is like it's on two discs and you don't have to connect to anything but yeah. then they released like a 30 gigabyte patch like yeah, right after perfect. they announced that perfect so, yeah. I don't think that's on the disc I don't know they are aggressively patching that game it's it's really yeah. wild to me because every time they fix something they end up accidentally breaking something um 
they had this issue where they like they fixed an issue and then it essentially started tracking all of your every time you stole something or like broke the law in some way it was like queuing that up to check to see if you got caught or not in whatever way that they check things on the back end of that game but the queue was just never getting smaller so it would just get bigger and bigger and bigger so by the time you're in act three near the end of the game it's still trying to check every crime that you've committed yeah so, and it's so just everything pauses just for five like minutes shit. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> i am in a way i'm glad that it's taken me a little bit to break into the game because they've, they've done, been so aggressive on patching that um mm. it's you know I've, i heard that there was like stuff in act three that was just you know, it was a little rough around the edges compared to the Act 1, which makes sense yeah. because that was like Act 1 was in the, you know, early releases and things like that. So it makes more sense that that would be polished. Uh, but it's just, you know, it makes me very happy that it's one of those things where I don't need, I don't feel a desire to rush through this game at all. Like, I'm, and, and, yeah, other, that was uh, my, that was my problem on my first game. Uh, I, I just rushed through everything because I was so confused and so overwhelmed that I just like stuck to the main story, um, which just meant I missed a ton of stuff and also kind of didn't know what was going on. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's, I've, I'm definitely still doing that. So. I'm, but I'm not. I'm just not rushing during it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I killed yeah. that spider and went into the underdark and was like, "Oh cool. my god, this is fucking terrifying!" And yeah. I am going to play different video games now. So <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Sometimes you need a break. <laughs> you just gotta, you gotta take a break. Uh, speaking of take a break, you want to talk about some ghosts? Mm. I have an ice cube in my mouth, but yes. Okay. Cool. Once was a pair in 1973 who went to the docks to fish, but instead met me. One wrote a book and the other went on TV shows, but they both know the real truth and neither wanted anyone else to know. We beamed them up and showed them our mouths, then sent them back down, and they were so proud. They put up a plaque and said, look at us, and we watched them from above. We couldn't make this stuff up. 